0: Welcome to the 21 News podcast. I'm Madison Tromler. Today we are discussing an attempt in the Ohio State House that would make it more difficult for Ohioans to amend the constitution. Now if this measure passes, it would require a supermajority vote and to, to enact new statewide legislation moving forward. GOP lawmakers behind the push are fighting for a special election this August to get this on the ballot, and the deadline to make that decision is May 10th. But there is major bipartisan response to stop this measure, both from current and former lawmakers, one being former Ohio Republican Governor Robert Taft, who is on with us now. Thank you so much, Governor, for being with us.
1: My pleasure, Madison. Good to be with you.
0: So as it stands in Ohio, voters need 50 percent of approval to pass statewide laws that are led by citizens. But there is an effort right now to change this threshold to 60 percent. So, Governor Taft, what are your concerns about the measure itself to modify that threshold to a supermajority?
1: Well, for over 100 years, Madison, it just takes a simple majority to change the Ohio Constitution. It's very difficult even to put such an issue on the ballot. So there are many uh, hurdles to changing our Constitution, yet there might be a very good need to do so. I'm very concerned about going from a simple majority up to 60%. Some of the initiatives when I was governor, like the Clean Ohio Fund and Third Frontier uh, were were approved with less than 60%. Uh, Those are uh, good initiatives that have stood the test of time. So I'm very concerned uh, that we may see the end of any amendments to the Ohio Constitution if uh, this measure passes. I'm also very concerned about doing it at an August election. Mm
0: -hmm. And we've seen in history how difficult it can be to make it to 60%. So if this is something that even more than half of Ohio citizens want, you still need that 60%. And how difficult, you mentioned some of your initiatives wouldn't be here today. There's a lot of different laws in Ohio, like gambling that passed um, years ago by considerably less than 60%. So how difficult, in your experience, is it to get statewide laws approved with a 60 percent vote? Just because when we look back at history, there's been a lot of things that have happened without that.
1: You know, even now, Madison, uh, you have to gather signatures in half of Ohio's counties, 44 counties. This measure would take it up to 88. So it's going to be very hard for the citizens uh, who are concerned about an issue uh, to get an issue on even on the ballot much less approve it uh, at the level of 60%. And then I think the legislature made the right decision back in December when they basically abolished the August election because hardly anyone turns out. People aren't focused uh, on elections and politics in August. Uh, Last year, there was a special election. Less than 10% of voters turned out. So uh, it's a big mistake, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. to put such an important and dramatic change in the Ohio Constitution on the ballot in a very low turnout election. Also, uh, there's a cost to that election. It, it would cost uh, you know $20 million to have a statewide election uh, just for this one issue.
0: Yeah. And you brought up our next point, because not only is it the measure itself that lawmakers are so concerned about on both sides of the aisle, but also people are so concerned about the special elections, especially boards of elections officials. And we'll get to that in just a second. But really quick, this also the measure itself, all of this comes as hundreds of thousands of Ohioans are signing petitions for reproductive rights. So what are your thoughts just on the timeline of this and how this could impact a citizen-led measure just like this one?
1: Well, I don't think it's a good government or sound government uh, you know to try to change the Ohio Constitution just because some of the legislators are concerned about a single issue. That's scheduled to go on the ballot in November. It's like they're trying to rush this through uh, almost in the dark of night uh, to um, make it more difficult for a single issue to pass. If you oppose uh, the issue uh, on abortion, uh, then you need to wage a campaign and go out and fight that battle, communicate to voters. But I don't think you should change the rules on constitutional amendments just because one issue is scheduled to be voted on.
0: And the other, the other part of this that you brought up, of course, is the fact that they want this to happen in a special election this August, which is, of course, just months before the general November election. So there's a lot of concerns from boards of elections officials and uh, Republican lawmakers, former and current, that saying that this is a contradiction after the governor did sign legislation this year in January to stop August elections, uh, the Secretary of State, he testified against them because as you mentioned the cost to taxpayers, the last one cost about 25 million dollars to uh, state taxpayers and the Secretary of State Frank LaRose cited it was costly and unnecessary. And also last year, for example, Trumbull County here in our in our region had a, an 11% turnout during the special election in August. So the turnout's very low. Um, there's a lot of concern about the cost. And then, you know, it being this measure holding such a such a major um, impact, what are your concerns about holding the August special election and, and, and if there's not a turnout or if, if citizens aren't aware?
1: Well, that's a big issue to me. I used to be Secretary of State of Ohio before I was governor, chief elections official. Uh, and I agree with the county elections officials. Uh, in the Mahoning Valley and throughout the state, who are very concerned uh, about having to put on an election? Uh, you know, we already we just had the May election. They have to get ready for November, but but to force them to go through an August election, uh, spend twenty million dollars uh, in taxpayer monies for a, a turnout that's probably going to be at best ten percent uh, is a big mistake, in my opinion. I, I believe Secretary of State Frank LaRose. Was right, you know, back late last year when he supported the measure to basically, you know, eliminate August elections. We have too many elections anyway, uh, and it just doesn't make sense to have a, a very high cost, very low turnout election, particularly uh, to uh, have voters decide such a consequential issue that really matters for the future of our state, which is, you know, trying to bring in a supermajority to pass any amendment to Ohio's constitution.
0: And the GOP lawmakers that are behind this push, they say that this is to protect the Constitution. Do you think that there is merit to that? And what would you say about um, whether that is a, a legitimate, you know, reason behind it? There are a, f- a few other states that do have the supermajority in place, but not not many. It's only just a few. So, what would you say to you know the fact that they want to protect the Constitution?
1: Well, I would say even now uh, it is difficult to get an amendment to the Constitution on the ballot and to get it approved. Uh, many measures have failed uh, in prior years. Uh, and um, particularly, uh, you know, with this kind of an issue being so so important, uh, I think we should stick with what we've done for 100 years, which is a simple majority uh, on a constitutional amendment. The other factor here is that uh, we have a very low debt, limit now in the Ohio Constitution. So anytime a a, a governor, uh, whether Governor DeWine or some future governor, wants to propose a new initiative like I did with Clean Ohio Fund or Third Frontier, uh, they have to go and get an amendment to the Constitution. So this kind of a a supermajority could really stand in the way of, I think, good progress uh, for Ohio in the years to come.
0: And, And the last thing here you know, it can be complicated to explain to people, you know, the significance of this and the special election and, you know, the changing from the simple majority into the super majority. And it's kind of has all these different concerns and explanation to it. But long story short, just so people understand, this will make it a lot more uh, tougher, a lot more harder to pass statewide laws. So we're talking things like, Gambling that passed in uh, 2009 at casinos and things like that. We're talking about again reproductive rights. These are just essentially making statewide laws a lot more difficult to pass. It, it,
1: that's that, that's well, and and you know uh, I think voters are pretty smart, and, and I think if if you have a bad issue uh, like there there was a, a, a marijuana growing issue on the ballot, which was really favoring just a few small. Uh, property owners and growers. I mean, people were smart enough to defeat that issue. So I have confidence uh, in the public. Let's trust the public here uh, and let's decide on amendments by a simple majority as we have done for so many, many years.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, former Governor Robert Taft. Again, thank you so much for your insight.
1: Thanks, Madison. It's a pleasure to be with you.
0: Thank you.